friends, welcome to the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where we explore how to remain nimble and stay hopeful in the crucible of adversity and uncertainty. I'm your host, J.R. Briggs, founder of Kairos Partnerships. Well, after the year that we've had, it's easy to feel stuck. We might feel like we're in a rut, we're going through the motions, experiencing the status quo, and you may feel stuck. Some of us, I know, are exhausted and numb. But others of us, we, we maybe aren't tired or worn out or even worn thin. You just don't know what else to do. You've just been doing the same thing over and over and over again, and maybe you feel like you're lacking creativity. In fact, there are very few leaders that I've talked to recently who feel like they're, they are at their creative best. Now, if we're going to be resilient, we need to cultivate creativity and work to build up our creative muscles. That's what I want us to explore here today, how to think and live and act and lead creatively. But first, we must address the two major myths of creativity that exist today. The first is this. Myth number one is, I'm not creative. Now, here's how we answer this. I'm not a poet. I'm not a dancer. I'm not a painter, a sculptor, a musician. I can't write a novel or or become a playwright. And we have a narrow, tightly defined understanding of creativity. Part of this is the way that you and I are culturally conditioned to think about creativity. Ask a room full of six-year-olds, how many of you are creative? And most hands will go up excitedly, bursting forth into the air. But by freshman year of high school, when the same question is asked, the vast majority of students look at their shoes awkwardly and don't dare raise their hands. And those who do raise their hands, they raise them sheepishly, and almost apologetically. Why is this? Because we think erroneously that the only way we can be creative is if we graduate with a master's in fine arts. It couldn't be further from the truth. I know some people who are amazingly creative at carpentry and how they plan family vacations. They're creative in hosting parties and buying amazing gifts for friends and family members. Some are great with problem solving or how to teach a room full of overly energetic, squirmy children. That's because they are just as creative as those who paint or write or play music. You don't have to be paid to be creative, but you just just find yourself doing and expressing things big or small, formal and informal, that didn't previously exist. Heck, I've even seen a high school student who was wildly creative in the grocery store parking lot as I watched him stack all the carts and take them back inside the store. I even waited in my car a few extra minutes before pulling away just to watch him. Creativity can happen anywhere. For years, I said that I was not creative until friends pointed out that I always came up with the most creative questions and that I came up with a a great deal of creative ideas on various topics. Just hearing that helped me embrace my own creativity in ways I wouldn't have before. Sometimes other people have to call it out of us. So let's just set the record straight here. You are creative. Yes, you. You may not know what it is exactly just yet. And you may not feel like you are as creative as the man or the woman next to you, but it's not about comparison. It's about you and how you are wired. Now, Before we get to the second myth, I want to pause here and I want to share a way in which I've worked to be creative and I want to share it with you every week for free. For the past several months, I've created a free twice monthly newsletter called Five Things in Five Minutes. I know some of you subscribe to it, but not all of you. 
It has one brief thought, two links, one quote, and one question for you to reflect on as a leader. And the whole thing can be read in just five minutes. I'm attempting to be creative by curating for some of you the best thoughts, links, and questions for you to have, and it's delivered to your inbox. And here's the good news. The response has been so strong for this that many of you have have emailed me and suggested that we move from providing this from every other week to actually doing it every single week. So starting next week, we will be having five things in five minutes provided to you weekly, free of charge. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, you will enjoy 5T5M. And you can sign up for 5T5M just by checking out the show notes or by visiting kairospartnerships.org slash newsletter. All right. Well, we said that myth number one is I'm not creative. And myth number two is this. If I sit in silence in an empty room or my office with a blank sheet of paper in front of me, and I think really, really hard for a long period of time, I will eventually think of something creative. Oh boy, this is a big one. And it's one that I believed for way too long. It wasn't until I read Todd Henry's book, The Accidental Creative, How to Be Brilliant at a Moment's Notice, that I realized the power of social collisions and cross-pollinating stimuli as the source of creativity. It's a great book, although the subtitle is a bit, how shall we say it, over-sensationalized, but that's for another time. But it's a great book. Steve Jobs said that creativity is not really about thinking up new ideas as much as it is about making connections between two already existing ideas that have never been put together before. In Todd Henry's book, he talks about convening creativity circles. Many of the greatest creatives throughout history have gathered in small groups to stay focused and engaged, and the practice continues to benefit those who go to the effort to utilize this. This is where you invite highly capable, motivated, intentional people who are from a wide variety of backgrounds and work experiences to come together for three or four hours in a relaxed and purposeful environment to answer a few questions in the middle and in the midst of an exploratory conversation. Todd Henry offers questions for this time together, such as, what are you currently working on? What's inspiring you? What would you like prompting on? Where do you feel stuck with an idea and you want to get unstuck? What is the latest book or two that you've read that's worth sharing? What's the last thing that you made or worked on that you were proud of? What are you curious about right now? And where are you lacking information right now that you'd like to gain in the next three to four months? Henry says this in his book. He says, though they may be designed to be simple social gatherings, these circles facilitate the sharing of insights. They aren't just getting together for drinks and a chat. Your circle could possibly be the greatest catalyst on your journey to experiencing regular and brilliant insights. Of all the practices in this book, I'd encourage you to take this one most seriously. The sooner you leverage the power of interdependence, the sooner you will gain traction on the things that matter to you. Close quote. I didn't fully believe Todd until I tried this. I emailed a handful of friends to meet for coffee and pastries. I told them the idea. I gave them the list of questions, and I invited them to think through their answers and join me for a few hours. Now, these friends had various backgrounds. An entrepreneur, a small business owner, a friend who owns an accounting firm, a pastor, a teacher, a writer, a historian. We went through these questions, each of us, one at a time, and came away with so many new ideas, so many connections made I never would have thought of before. Since starting this practice several years ago, I've been able to watch movies that have become some of my favorite movies of all time. 
In fact, one Netflix documentary, Jiro Dreams of Sushi, is now required viewing in one of my seminary courses that I teach. Who knew that a documentary about raw fish could teach future pastors about ministry? But it can. I've introduced, I've been introduced to authors I've never heard of that have ended up shaping me immensely. I've launched new projects and initiatives that I thought of during these times together. I've changed my daily habits based on what was sparked in conversations and recommended to me by some of these people in this circle. I realized and learned about an idea from another person that ended up being a regular practice that my family engaged in around the dinner table every night for several years. And I even got an idea in one of these conversations that became the basis for one of the books that I've written. Who knew that conversations could spark such creativity? Well, Todd Henry did. Todd Henry knows this because the social collisions we make when we pay attention and see if we can begin to make connections never been seen before with people from backgrounds and experiences vastly different from us, new ideas are born. This is where creativity thrives. So I want to encourage you, try it. If you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling tired, if you're feeling in a rut, convene a group of people together in person or on Zoom. Invite them to join you. Share this episode with them and give them context around the idea and then try it out. Try Todd Henry's questions. I will put them in the show notes along with a link to his book. Now, leaders, I know it's a tiring season, but don't settle for the rut. Don't believe the myths about creativity. You are creative. And after all we've been through, you can be creative. We need your creativity. You don't have to try harder. You don't have to push yourself to the point of exhaustion. Skip staring at a blank sheet of paper in an empty room. Simply put yourself in fun environments where the stimuli can be different and you can begin to ask if connections can be made. Right now, we need your creativity. Being nimble and agile and flexible in leadership often requires creativity. So pay attention. Make connections. Take risks. Step out and try it and see what happens when you work those creativity muscles. Well, thank you for taking time out of your day, whatever you may be doing, uh, in order to be with me. The Resilient Leaders Podcast is produced, engineered, and kissed with a seal of quality and approval by the highly talented and creative Joel Mbowen, founder of On a Limb Productions. Check out his great work at onalimproductions.com. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And remember, don't fall for the two myths of creativity. Instead, create spaces for social collisions to happen with others outside of your field. And don't be surprised if the creative sparks begin to fly. Oh,